initially a huge fan of the TV ending, I was like, okay, that's that's too much. Like, you know, there's he's a creator, and this is this is his ending. This is his ending and his story. It's not yours. And hearing how all those death threats and all that negative press, he took it to heart and made the most beautifully animated fuck you I've ever seen and threw it up on a screen and forced everybody to watch it. Heather Ann Campbell. I think that what the director is doing there is is saying, hey, there's a difference between fandom and death threats and the death threats that come with a feeling of entitlement and ownership over the characters, that that is different from self-examination and projection that happens when you project yourself into Shinji and when he projects himself into the minds of other characters. The movie eventually switches back to animation. The imagery is incredible, very surreal. Shinji is still alive, although it's not clear if the rest of humanity survived. And he is in a dark place, physically and emotionally. That ending was actually a hit among the fans, but they couldn't agree on what it meant. The people who liked it said, this is the true ending that Anno wanted. That happy, positive, feel-good TV ending, that was a mistake. Let's pretend it never happened. Other people have argued that the two endings go together. The uplifting TV ending is what was going on in Shinji's mind during the apocalyptic movie ending. But then there's the third argument, that the TV ending was the true ending that Anno wanted. And so the movie was an angry backlash to the fans, some of whom didn't realize they were being trolled by Anno himself. And there are contradictory quotes from people behind the scenes to justify all of those arguments. Meanwhile, it seemed like Anno just wanted to move on. He made other shows and films, animation and live action. Evangelion retired to the shelves of video stores or people's personal DVD collections. And that should have been it for Evangelion. But something stranger happened. The merchandise started to build a momentum of its own. Aaron Clark says it just kept going and going. Just the sheer volume and variety of Evangelion cross-promotions, like mobile game uh, events, theme park attractions, boutique store licenses, like specialty Evangelion sunglasses, or or there's a cross-promotion with Godzilla or Hello Kitty. It's just there's an Evangelion racing team. There's the Japan Horse Racing Team Association shorts. Like, there's just so much stuff now. It's unbelievable. Nate Ming. 